Are you ready to realize the true potential in your life and help others do the same? Get equipped to create a thriving future with the Secrets of Success podcast. Inspire others to live, lead, and work on purpose. And experience the joy of watching satisfaction and productivity come to life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Well, each week, we wanted to be able to talk about a topic that is important to our listeners. And today, hopefully, we want to talk about one of the more important topics, and that is you. The question today is, are you living a life with passion and purpose? We've had different shows about it, but I want to take a different track today. This is not going to be a long show. It's going to be shorter because I want to make it punchy, and I want to make it about you where are you actually realizing your potential? And do you have a mindset that is hindering you or helping you to grow? You know, what really made me think about today's show was I was reflecting on this year. And this year alone, I've had seven funerals that I've attended in or wanted to attend of people that I personally knew in the last five months. And so when we think about life, life is important because it has a finite component, at least on this planet. There are many of us that believe that there's something that goes on afterwards. Not everybody does that. And there is this uh, other possibility that occurs after our life on this planet is done. However, that notwithstanding, what about our life here? What about your life here? Are you just rocking it? Are you in the zone? Are you making it happen? Or is it a struggle for you? And so today, and maybe you're a coach, maybe you're an individual that's working with other individuals, and you're really trying to encourage them. So hopefully today, just in a short period of time, I want to encourage you that everybody here is for, here for a reason. Everybody here has an assignment, a purpose, a calling a reason for being if you know it or not. And so that's your responsibility to kind of determine it. But I want to challenge us around some of the things that are going on out there. Right now, the sort of the politically correct world means that you can't have your own thoughts. Uh, You can have uh, your opinion is fine as long as it agrees with mine. And that's unfortunate. And that really is not uh, a world that we want to be able to endorse or think about or embrace in any shape or form, because what it happens is, is that if there's three people and all the opinions have to be the same, then really there's two that are not needed. So that notwithstanding, there was some research done with individuals that were over 65 years of age, and they asked them the question, could you, if you were, could live your life over again, if you could do things differently, what would you do differently? And they came up with three specific things. And so the first one was, number one, is I would have taken more risks. Now, many cases, when we have regret in life, it's not based on what we did. Usually regret is linked to what I didn't do. I didn't take that new job. I didn't quit to be able to start that new project. I didn't stretch and buy that commercial property. I didn't stretch and take action 
on a, on a new project that was in front of me, is that we tend to regret those actions that we didn't take. I was just thinking about it here the other day where CRG is looking for a commercial office space, and I said, oh, man, five years ago I thought it was, uh, it was expensive. Now it's even doubly expensive. And now I'm regretting that we didn't take action five years ago. So what about you? Is there something in your life that you are regretting where you could take more risks, where you could step out with more courage, uh, more tenacity? You know, there's a big thing going on around resilience right now. And so that is around being focused, knowing who you are, where you're going. And that's very, very critically important to the steps that you want to take. Many cases, or in many cases, pardon me, Individuals are not taking steps or not making decisions because you don't know what you want. So are you clear about what you want? And I've done previous shows on my new book, The Quest for Purpose, and my encouragement is if you haven't gotten it already, just consider that, thequestforpurpose.ca, and you can get an e-book, a hardcover, a softcover, whatever works for you, so that you can have a roadmap to say, you know, who am I? What am I about? And how can I bring my best to this world. And I don't care what age you are. You know, if you're 65 or you're 25, it doesn't really matter is that we have a place to fill, a place to contribute, whatever the case might be. So in the study, so take more risks. And I just want you to think about, I want you to reflect, where is it that you could take more risks? Where could you step out with more courage? Number two is they said that they would take more time for yourself, especially around self-reflection. You know, today is so busy. It's so noisy. And everybody talks about social media and staying connected, but it is just crazy with all the input that we have. And the input is coming externally. We're not taking the time to be quiet, to be reflective, to have a sense of what is important to me. I shared in a previous show when I was speaking at a conference in Chicago last year, the keynote speaker shared that there are two components that really contribute to people's clarity in their career and life. The first component is this cognitive, this logical thinking. The second component is this ability to have reflective thinking, to take what has happened in my life and be able to think about what resonated for me, what worked, what didn't work, how did that relationship fit into my life, how it not, did not fit into my life. Now, the interesting thing for those of you that are younger that are listening to this is that that part of the brain really doesn't even start to develop until you're 18 years of age. So this idea that 18-year-olds or 16-year-olds can be clear about what's important in their life is really not a fair expectation. As we move into our mid-20s, that's where all of a sudden you see this groundedness, this centeredness. And the reason being is that they, you are now using more of the reflective part of your brain. So parents, if you have younger children, don't worry about this moving about in this uncertainty because they are just finding their way as they develop this clarity and this skill to reflect. So my encouragement is do you need to take more time? or that's my question for you, is do you need to take more time for yourself to be able to just be quiet? No noise, no phone, no, maybe it's just reading a book. The research for university students, and my wife works as an academic coach in university, 
was that there was more learning and more recall when students used a paper-based book versus an e-reader. Because an e-reader or on your iPad or on your computer, the digital distraction increases. So interesting that even the environment that we create will help us to get grounded or not. So for you, do you need to take more time? I know my friend Les Hewitt, who I interviewed on the show a few months ago, and he has the book, The Power of Focus. One of the things that he asks entrepreneurs to do is to go away one weekend every quarter to be able to reflect on their business. Where is it? To take stock. What's working for me? What's not working for me? And that all of those are part of a reflective moment. And are you taking that? So first of all, what about the regrets and taking risks? Second, am I taking time for self? Now, the third item that these individuals that were over 65 said, if I could change my life again, what could I commit to? And they said, I'd like to commit to something that lasts beyond my lifetime. In other words, to commit to a legacy. So the question I have for you is, is what you're doing, is it contributing to a lifetime legacy as a mom, as a dad, as a parent, as an individual that you are mentoring and supporting other individuals around you, the work that you're doing, is it contributing this legacy in whatever context? There's no judgment on it. I mean, if you think about creating this amazing opportunity as a janitor within a school and you have it clean and fresh and the students enjoy it, that's a legacy. There's no judgment about it. But am I committing to something that is going to last beyond my lifetime? Can I look at that part of it. So, you know, when we're here and then we're gone, do we have an impact in this world that is positive beyond just the footprint of time that we exist in it? You know, a lot of times we will use the victim mentality that I can't do something. I'm unable to do something. And I want to quote Dr. Carolyn Leaf in her book, on, you know, when she talks about, you know, who switched on my brain or switch off my brain, and she has a TV show as well. And Dr. Carolyn Leaf said this, you know what? If you say can't, can't is a decision. Can't is not a state. Can't is not truth. Can't is a decision. So when some of us say, well, I can't get that property or I can't take that job, that is a decision. That has nothing to do with what's possible. And so my challenge today is that we don't want to get into this victim mindset. And I know it's so easy for us these days where we want to blame somebody else. And I mentioned in a previous show, and of course I interviewed uh, Dr. Christopher, who wrote the book Responsibility. But three of the things we never want to do is that we don't want to blame, we don't want to complain. Pardon me, two things we don't want to do is we don't want to blame and complain. But the third thing we want to do is take 100% responsibility for the condition and the space that I'm in. So if I want to live a life that's passionate, that is productive, that is contributing at the highest level, then I need to take responsibility for the condition that I'm in. It doesn't matter where I'm at. It's interesting how I was watching a Netflix not that long ago, and this was the happiness research. And the happiness research, it was interesting, is that they went across the world to document the happiness level that people had. And you know that it had nothing to do with their net worth. 
there were individuals in the most impoverished part of the world who were extremely happy. There were other individuals who had everything who were extremely unhappy. So this idea that I need to have things to be happy is really not true. It doesn't bear itself out in the research. So the happiness research is it is a mindset. It is a choice right now. Can I be happy at this in this moment? Yes, you can. In some cases, we call this joy. Joy is different than happiness. Happiness is happenings. Joy is a internal choice at this moment to be able to contribute and stay positive regardless of the situation that I'm part of. Now, a couple of things to consider that you can do so that you can be in this positive space where you can make choices. First of all, is be and have this space of gratitude. I've talked about this in other shows, and I'm just going to do it again, that if I'm going to live passionate, can I be aware? Can I give thanks? Can I have gratitude for everything that I already have? And it was interesting, and this was the work that Dr. Martin Sigelman's group did, is that being, having a thankful heart was one of the top two contributors to well-being in your life. So if you're always a complainer or a whiner and nothing's ever good enough, then obviously you are going to feel stressed. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel down because of it. And so because we have this short life on this planet, then why would you – you have a choice this very moment. Can I live – in this positive space, or am I going to play the victim and be miserable? And so there are some individuals, and this is where Scott Peck in his book, The Road Less Traveled, said, you know, it's the most difficult condition to, to treat is this condition of character disorder. And character disorder is where people blame everybody else for their condition. You know, my parents did this to me. This other person did this to me. Now, I'm not suggesting that some of us have not been through some tough times along the way, and we all have been. We have, if I was to share some of mine, then uh, you would say, well, I, that surprises me. And I'm sure if you shared some of yours, that would surprise me. But the point being is that we can't use what has happened to us as an excuse. I know that I was talking with a fellow psychologist, and one of the things that we were talking about is counseling that only focuses on what has happened to you if it was a traumatic experience does not actually produce results, at least not the results that are possible. Moving towards what you want, moving towards a condition of how you want to think and how you want to be is what gets results. I remember uh, in the book, Marriage Fitness by Mort Fortell, he says one of the reasons that marriage counseling never works is that they, or uh, seldom works, pardon me, is that because counselors are working on, when the couples have the least amount of energy, when they have the most amount of bitterness or angry towards each other, they get them to talk about all this stuff that they have between each other. He says, you know what, they don't have the emotional energy to process that right now. What you want them to do is say, what do you want? If you had this sort of perfect marriage, if you had this marriage that was working for you or this relationship that was working for you, what does it look like? 
for you. So the same thing for our life. What does that look like for you? Forget this other stuff. Forget if somebody offended you. Forget if somebody uh, took advantage of you or if, you know, heaven forbid, if things had abuse in the, if people had abuse in the background in their life, get, as they say, get over it. And somebody says, well, that's not very uh, sympathetic or empathetic on your part. Well, here's the reality. If you don't get over it, you will never get over it. You will allow whatever has occurred to you, hinder you from realizing your potential for the rest of your life. And so this is, as Dr. Caroline Leaf says, it is a decision. Oh, but you don't know what they did to me. It is a decision. You are unaware of how long this happened to me. It is a decision. I'm sorry I'm being direct today, but the reality is, is until you take responsibility for your mindset, you have a decision to get over it. You have a decision to move forward. You have a decision to forgive that person. You have a decision to forgive yourself. I mean, the other side for me, I, could, I remember a couple of bad business deals that were just horrid where uh, individuals took advantage of uh, my generosity. And man, if I, didn't, if I don't forgive them, if I didn't forgive them, then I would allow them to kind of control my interaction with others for the rest of my life. Why would I want to give them additional power, additional influence over my life going forward? So my encouragement is as you go forward that not only you are thankful, but you then let go of and you make a decision not to be a victim in any format whatsoever. You know, I just want to encourage you because this was going to be, and I said to you, it was going to be a very, very short podcast this week because I want you to think about what are some things that you can do to take more risks? What are some things that you might have uh, regretted uh, in the past, things that you have not made decisions to engage or maybe didn't take that opportunity or didn't step out or didn't go on that trip? Uh, now, here's the other side. is Even if you didn't, then the decision to forgive yourself, it's gone. Nobody here can control time. So all we can do is be in this moment. And so what is it you can do this very moment to be able to shift the trajectory of your life into an area that is going to realize your purpose. We know the stats. Less than 10% of the world actually are realizing their purpose or living on purpose or deeply passionate about their life, and 90% are not. So we know that the odds are of the majority of people listening to this is that there's a high percentage, I don't know what the percentage is, of individuals who could go to the next level. So what is the decisions, what are the decisions you need to make to be able to go to that next level, to take more risks, to take more time for yourself? Schedule something in the next month where you can have a couple hours just on your own or a weekend or a day or whatever. And what is it that you can commit to that is going to be beyond your lifetime as far as a legacy, as far as an impact? Who is it that you can invest in? Who is that you can uh, impact in a positive way in any kind of group? You know, I just want to encourage everybody that's listening today is that you are important. You are valued. No matter what anybody else says, what everybody else has said to you in the past or what you have read is that we all have some contribution to make, yourself included. If you have somebody that you know where they're struggling with sort of this identity in this value set, then 
forward this podcast to them so they can hopefully be encouraged in the fact that we all have influence about how we respond. You know, when Viktor Frankl wrote the book, Man's Search for Meaning, and he was in Auschwitz, and, you know, one of the most uh, horrific things that ever happened to humanity, he said at any given moment, even in spite of that horrific situation that he was in, he says, I have a choice over what I think and what I believe and uh, my attitude, even there. And so if Viktor Frankl says that it's, it was what he was thinking about, who he would become, his future, he wasn't thinking about his current condition. He moved into the future about the loved ones that were important to him. He believes that's what kept him alive when he was interned during the Second World War. So what is it for you? What is it that's most important to you? What, what is it that would inspire you? And if you don't know what that is, then that's your job. If you don't know what your purpose is, your purpose is to find your purpose. If you don't know what your passions are, your purpose is to find those passions. If you're not clear about your life direction, then your purpose is to find your life direction. And don't get burdened about it. Don't get all worked up that you don't know it. Just do it and move towards it. And here's the other reality. All of us, regardless, even if you have a bit of maturity, is that we are always in progress. Uh, process. We are always growing. We're always developing. We're always expanding. And so just because we are 50 or 60 or 70, we don't start stop learning. In fact, I was watching another Netflix where, which has talked about how the brains of those individuals who are older, uh, that you bring more perspective on problem solving because you have all this experience and you're able to look at problems and be able to, to solve them quicker because of all the experience that you bring. Well, so we are never uh, being put out the pasture. We're all valuable. And if you're young, you have creativity, you have new insights, you have new energy that every team needs as well. Well, I thank you for listening to this brief but hopefully impactful podcast this week around your life purpose, around your direction. And if you want to get some clarity, my encouragement is you would consider the Quest for Purpose book. And we also have some assessments that go with it to get clear about your values, about your wellness, about your personal style, about your self-worth levels, you know, developing the whole person so that you can be the best that you can be for the individuals around you but also for honoring yourself and just enjoying life, not from a self-centered point of view, but from a self-honoring, because our highest level of contribution is when we're plugged into our passion and our purpose. I thank you, as always, for listening. If you like what we're doing, just please share. Please pass it on to those individuals that you care about or you would like to see transformed. Thank you for listening to Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Thanks for exploring the secrets of success with us. If you want to keep the momentum going, log on to crgleader.com. Scroll to the bottom and sign up for our inspirational emails. You can also take your success to the next level by following us on Facebook and Twitter and connecting with Ken on LinkedIn. We hope you have a great week and look forward to you joining us next time for the Secrets of Success podcast with Dr. Ken Keyes.